are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com has all the car or truck parts you will ever need, so head on over to rockauto.com and check out their selection of car parts that you will ever need. (laughs) So today is a little bit of a Johnny Gaudreau spotlight. I figured that we would talk about the iconic Johnny Hockey here. It's a nice uh, end of the week episode and I've been delaying it, but we are here to talk about it today. So let's just jump right into it. Johnny Hockey, you know, I think there are people in this market who either love him or hate him. And I, I don't see how you could hate the kid. I, I, I don't. Um, I think that he's one of those players that people just have such high expectations for and unfortunately with what's built around him he he can only you know do so much to make that work but last season he did lead the team in points and I feel like last season was kind of a a good season for him honestly (laughs) I think that that's just so stupid to even say because I think There were people who were saying that it was such a down year for him and he wasn't performing well, he wasn't doing this, he wasn't doing that, he was only scoring on the power play, which was a complete lie. Uh, He was fifth in the league for even strength goals, so uh, do with that what you will. But I figured we could talk about his season. He was, like I said, leader in points. He had 19 goals and 30 assists. Do I think those numbers would have been higher? Absolutely. Do I think that they should have been higher? 110%. Do we want to talk about how Sean Monaghan held him back? I think we need to. I think that Sean Monaghan and Johnny Gaudreau should not be line mates anymore. I think that we've moved past that experiment. I just don't understand why you would keep them on a line together, even with Monaghan being injured. It was fairly obvious that the two just, they don't play well together. Uh, Gaudreau has far more success when he is on a different line, obviously a top line, uh, which we'll talk about in just a minute here, but that second line was not good. And I think it just has to do with the fact that he was trying to carry Sean Monaghan and, of course, Brett Ritchie or whoever he wanted to, (laughs) uh, whoever Daryl Sutter wanted to put on that second line. And it's just unfortunate. I don't think that Gaudreau has reached his full potential in Calgary. I don't think he has met his ceiling by any means. And I think that he is a good, you can't even call it a bounce back season. You can't because he had almost 20 goals. Uh, which is, I guess, low for him, but I think that he is definitely up there when it comes to players who will more than likely have a stronger, more successful season come 2021-22, so, you know, like in six weeks (laughs) when the season starts, but 
Let's talk about his time on the first line. His time on the first line came after Sean Monaghan's season came to an end, and Daryl Sutter finally gave Gaudreau the chance to slide into that top line and be a productive member of the Flames lineup and not just somebody who is carrying that top six or I guess second line on his back and something I have a very hard time with is Daryl Sutter's aggravating uh, distaste for Johnny you know, he went out there and Johnny played his 500th career game and uh, Sutter was like, well, he certainly didn't act like it was his 500th game or something like that. Like, it was just a really nasty comment. And I, I don't know. I just, I think that there are players who respond well to Daryl's, you know, harsh criticism and there are players who don't. And I I just feel like Goudreau has this underdog um, thing to him, his this underdog stature narrative to him because, you know, he is tiny. He's 5'9". But anyways, back to the first line. I think that him, Lindholm, and Kachuk made a gorgeous first line. I thought that, that would be... Uh, I, <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of myself. Oh, they are lawn mowing right outside of my window while I'm recording, naturally. But I just wanted, <laughs> that probably was a really good idea to stop me from saying what I was going to say. Because in no way, shape, or form am I saying that this line could perform near as well as the uh, Boston Bruins top line. But I, I'm just saying that it gives them, you know, a little bit more talent, a little bit more playmaking. There's more ability to score. So I think it would be interesting to see how that goes and how in uh, it would be setting the flames up for failure if Sutter does not reassemble that first line. That That's all I have to say about that because I feel like if I say anything else, I'm going to get way too carried away and I might hurt some feelings. <laughs> but coming up next, we are going to be talking about Johnny's career, but first, we need to talk about Rock Auto. You guys know that I am always having problems with my car, and I refuse to part with it because it has a lot of sentimental values to me, and I just cannot do it. So Rock Auto is here to save my life, honestly. Rock Auto has saved me a ton of time and a ton of money, and why on earth would anyone choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. And the Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 at a chain store, and it's only $216 at Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving the do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years now, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. It doesn't matter if you are a new do-it-yourselfer or if you've been doing this for quite some time. Go explore their website and find what you need for your auto part needs. And you can head on over to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, 
at rockauto.com. Now, if you're like me, you you like watching TV, okay? I love watching my TV, and this probably sounds familiar. You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, and another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching your sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff, okay? I cannot tell you like how how seen I feel right now. (laughs) uh, Well, I want to tell you about a very simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and you don't need to worry about your friend changing the password and getting stuck in the middle of a show and um, never being able to finish it. So get rid of the clutter and confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV. The best part about this is that there is no annual contract. Stream, you can learn your um, with Direct TV stream, sorry, you can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. So, I love Johnny Gaudreau, and I think that most of you who listen to this show also love Johnny Gaudreau. Because um, if you don't, this probably isn't a very fun show for you. But he's played in the NHL for eight years, five hundred twenty games. 170 goals, 324 assists, and he is six shy of 500 career points. So if you, let me do some quick math here, because that is, you know, in 520 games, that's pretty good. So let's, I'm not very good at math, so let's do 520 divided by 494. That's about a point a game. Yeah, no, it's not. I think I messed that up. 494 divided by 520, I think, is what I do. Yeah, so that's about 0.95 goal, uh, points a game. Okay, there we go. Um, again, kids, don't um, don't come to me for math advice. And I think that he has... Wait, he doesn't have any shorthanded goals in his career. That's crazy. That's a, that's a new stat I learned. Um, he has had 32 goals. He's had, uh, what was it, 40 power play goals. You know, I am, uh, I- I'm completely, completely um, blown away right now <laughs> by his lack of uh, PK goals. Wow, okay. That's nuts. But he has had, like I said, 32 game-winning goals, and that's, um, you know, pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) But one thing that I think a lot of people don't take into consideration when they're looking at Gaudreau is that he has had to carry that line of Sean Monaghan and whatever washed-up AHL player they decide to put on that line for the season um, for a majority of his career. And I don't I don't necessarily think that he's incapable of scoring, you know, another 
or have, sorry, I should say he's not, he's not incapable of having, um, another 99 point season. He is absolutely not. I think that, you know, they'll probably, having him on that first line almost assures him for at least another 80 point season, if not higher. I just, I think that last year he just, it's so frustrating because I do think a lot of this does kind of come on Sean Monahan's, you know, uh, just lack of ability to stay healthy. But you look at his first few seasons, 64, 78 points, 61, 84, 99, and then he drops off significantly last year, or sorry, two years ago in 70 games. He had 58 points. But I mean, to be fair, they only played 70 games compared to the 82. So he could have, you know, had a few more points there. But last year he had uh, 49 points in 56 games. And when people talk about Johnny, they talk about his inability to perform in the playoffs. So let's take a look at that. I really am so (laughs) frustrated when people talk about the Flames in the playoffs because they are almost always matched up against a team that is a million times better, that has a stronger defense, stronger goaltending, stronger everything. And, you know, Johnny's first year in the playoffs, he had four goals and five assists. And then he had two playoff, so he had nine playoff games where he didn't score a goal, but he had assists. And then, of course, in the bubble, he had four goals. But, again, you need to remember that the teams that have been assembled, like, the only good team, really, out of those years was the 2014-15 assembled playoff team, in in my opinion. And it's just so frustrating when people harp on Johnny for that because, again, I don't think it's a him problem. I think that a lot of it comes from the fact that his line mates are incapable of performing up to an NHL standard. You know, Sean Monaghan has spent how many um, springs in the uh, recovery room because he's he's had surgery or anything like that, you know. But I'm hoping that with the Flames making progress towards assembling a better roster that this year they make the playoffs and things look a little bit different. So Johnny has had one, two, three, four, five career hat tricks uh, against the LA Kings, Boston, Winnipeg, two against Winnipeg, and um, New Jersey, which is kind of cool because obviously he's from New Jersey. Um, I think that I just, I don't know. I, I just, I appreciate Johnny. I do. I think that he's a good, good kid and there's like nothing to like, nothing about him like makes me angry that he's on the roster. I think that he's been shortchanged most of his career and it's just, it's unfortunate. It really is. But coming up next, we're going to talk about, you know, kind of the future of Johnny in Calgary and how this offseason has kind of shaped his potential future. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is the number one 
most delicious tasting protein bar out there okay it tastes like a candy bar but it's actually good for you they have flavors that include coconut cherry barcia raspberry mint brownie strawberry orange cookies and cream german chocolate and if you don't know what flavor to order you can absolutely order a variety box or mixed box and you'll get two of two of each of the nine flavors, which I think is a pretty good, you know, way to start out and get, dip your feet in the water. And not only are Built Bar flavors amazing, but they're healthy too. So it tastes like you're eating a candy bar, but you're actually eating something healthy. They have 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180. There's only four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs. And you can order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. And you can do that at built.com. You can use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order. And that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order. So it's that time of year again. And you know that fantasy football is back. And (laughs) you, you know, I get it. I get it. Y'all love your fantasy football, but you can get all the updated odds, props, contests, including the online, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest contest, which is $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Yes, that is a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th. Or sorry, make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between Super Bowl champions, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys and if you lose your wager you will be refunded up to $25 and those are for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sports book expert. All right. So, <laughs> Johnny Gaudreau. I think many of us kind of expected the <laughs> the extension to be done by now. I think that it was not uh, unrealistic for many of us to expect the extension to be done by now. Um, I, there hasn't even been, like, reports of, um, you know, rumblings from camp or anything, any verified reports by any means. So it's just kind of like you know, what, what does this mean? And Johnny said at the end of the season that he would love to stay in Calgary, which I 250% believe. I don't think that he wants to leave, but, um, we'll have to keep an eye on that. I think that it, I think that it'll get done, but I really don't know what it will cost. I don't, I, I, it's frustrating because, you know, you have the Matthew Kachuk contract coming up on the same year, technically. And 
there's been no discussion of extensions of anything for either of them and I if either of them were to leave I think it would be Kachuk I think that Kachuk leaves before Gaudreau and that's just my that's just my opinion I don't know anything I'm not entirely sure I just think that it's more realistic for Kachuk to want to be traded or for him to go play in a more competitive market. Uh, Gaudreau, I really enjoy watching him play, and that's not me saying I don't enjoy watching Kachuk play, (laughs) but I just, I wish that Gaudreau just had a bit more of a competitive team built around him, and I'm hoping that with some of these additions, especially with Blake Coleman, they do get some sort of, you know, rush to them and something that says, you know, guys, we can do this. We can make a playoff run. But I I don't know. I just, nothing is really moving the needle for me. But I'm excited, (laughs) if that makes any sense. I'm just kind of on the fence. And it has nothing to do with Johnny. It just has to do with more of the decisions that are being made. Um, I think that losing Geo is a huge, huge uh, loss. And there's, <laughs> there's really nothing else that no one else on the team that can fill those shoes besides Chris Tanev. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he does there. But it will be interesting to see how this season unfolds. I'm I'm hopeful that Johnny has a bit of a bounce back year. I'm hopeful that he is one of the players that kind of takes the leap and helps push this team to a much better contender and can really get these guys going because I think it's needed. Um... If you listen to the Barn Burner podcast uh, episode that I was on earlier this week, you know that uh, Adi said, you know, this team won a Stanley Cup in 1989 and they haven't done anything since. And I think that that is <laughs> very true. I just, I feel like they haven't done anything that is spectacular, that is, you know, mind-blowing, ne- needle-moving, anything. So we'll just have to wait around and see, but thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and I will see y'all next week. Bye-bye.